And the Lord is like, I never told you to reverse racism on people. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel with my buddy, Bill Whittle. And uh, we are going to let's let's establish what virtue is. Let's just get right down to it because we got perverts out there trying to tell us what virtue is. And just yes. we're not having it. We're not having it. So, Bill. <laughs> and I saw I saw um, uh, an article on a, a church in Chicago. And. Um, this church is going to, uh, in their virtue signaling, they're going to give up whiteness. They're going to give up whiteness? They're going to give up whiteness as part About of- About time, I say. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, Coke, obviously Coke didn't go far enough, man. Coke didn't go far enough. And we're going to have the church getting in on this uh, departure from whiteness uh, for Lent. Uh, I guess that's what they're going to fast from. They're going to fast from whiteness. And it's like, oh, wow. wow, man. I guess, uh, well, no more listening to, uh, I guess they got to take a break from like listening to Motown because, uh, we just had, uh, uh, Joe Messina, uh, pass away, uh, one of the Funk brothers, uh, you know, who was white and, uh, mm. a, a, a big contributor of the Motown sound. Uh, can't listen to Motown, man. Uh, no more of that. No, no, I, I'm with you. So, uh, I mean, Bill, I mean, where it's, uh, it has inf- just, just as the snake infiltrated the garden, uh, it is, uh, made its way. Well, you know, the devil goes to church more than a lot of Christians do. Um, but, uh, as it is, you know, we have this, uh, serpent rearing its ugly head in the church telling them that, uh, I guess somehow whiteness is this sin, whatever that means, whatever whiteness means. And maybe, uh, as, as well as giving our thoughts on, on what you think this church is doing in this self-righteous exercise, uh, maybe you could articulate what this so-called whiteness is that we're supposed to give up? Sure. Um, one of the reasons that I'm so uh, confused uh, and disoriented these days is that I, I don't know, man, I just didn't get the memo. I never got the memo. I'm sorry. I, I didn't get the memo. I never got the pamphlet. None of it. I don't have any idea what they're talking about. Uh, I know I'm supposed to have an idea what they're talking about, but when people say whiteness, I, I don't know what that means. Uh, I know what they want it to mean, but since since the entire term is undefinable because it's absurd, right? In America, we have we have tens, if not hundreds, of millions of white people, and 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 saying we're going to um, uh, we're going to take a break from whiteness is is to assign a belief system uh, uh, to everybody, and this is precisely the same exact same thing as assigning a a belief system or a capability system or a motive system to, to black people or to Mexican people or to Asian people or whatever the case may be. This is, this is the most transparent form of the racism that they claim is, is such a, a big problem in this country. And, and, and when I say claim, what I mean by that is it, it is, it is intended to be a one-way street. This is why I'm so fascinated by this term people of color, because uh, when people when you hear people say, well, people of color, I realize people of color means every single human being on the earth except for white people. Mexicans, people of color, yes, absolutely. Blacks are people of color, yes. What about uh, what about Asians? Yeah, they're people of color too. Everybody's a person of color except for white people. And, and when people say people of color, it's a great way to say us versus, you know, you. Mm-hmm. 
whenever I whenever I uh, bump up against this particular modern pathology, I am I am inclined to want to say to the people who are promoting this something to the effect of so what you're saying is um, white people have to give up their control over society and stop being so cruel and so tyrannical. Yes, that's right. Well, if we control everything and we're cruel and tyrannical, how come we're letting you stand here and make all of this nonsense and noise? In other words, if we were what you said we were, why don't we just have you taken out and shot or beaten up or sh shipped away? Why is it that, 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 that we have allowed this country to become as, as, as multiracial as it is? If, if, if we really are in command of everything, we really are racist and we really are Nazis and we really are into this whole extermination thing and, and the control thing, why don't we just do it? Uh, you can find out what Nazis look like by looking at Nazis. And, uh, you know, there weren't a whole lot of uh, blacks or Mexicans in, in Nazi Germany uh, or Jews either when they were done. And, and this, this entire... It's not even a question of anti-racism. It's, it's actually broader than that. When you, when you make the case that an individual is bound to behave the way that the member of his skin color is, or they're his religion or whatever for that matter, when you, when you, when you take what you perceive to be a set of, of uh, descriptors for a group of people, and you apply that to an individual and say that, you are going to behave this way and think these things and do these things because you're a member of this group. That's just plain evil. And it's evil in, in, in the same way that the, 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 the Bible says the, son, the sins of the uh, fathers will not be visited upon the sons, right? Mm -hmm. I think, I know, it, I know, and people say, well, this is a very white thing to say, but seriously, it's, it's, not, just, it's not just a white thing to say. It's, it's just plain, simple. It's not even logic. It's just true, right? If I had been, a, if I was a slaveholder, I would be, a, I'd be ashamed of slavery and I'd be guilty about having slaves, but I'm not, so I'm not. And, and this idea that people have to assume guilt for something that not only happened a long time ago, it doesn't matter if it happened yesterday. In fact, it doesn't happen really if it's, hap if it's happening right now. There is slavery going on in the world right now out there. Absolutely there is. And, and I'm not causing it. And I am one of those people who are willing to go fight to, to prevent it. So if they're talking about uh, you know putting aside our whiteness, it seems to me that what that really means is putting aside this level of, of tolerance and this level of, of, you know, manners and all the rest of it. We allow these conversations to continue because we're not what they say we are. And I'm, I'm a little tired of being demonized about it. But at the same time, I realize that's it. That's, that's, your, that's your philosophy of life. That's all you got. Somebody else is responsible for all of your problems. How? Show me how. Show me how you were a victim of something that, that, was, that was caused on the basis of your skin color by somebody else of a different skin color. Show me the examples.
Indeed, man. And and examples they're in total denial of as they keep being a voter stock for the very party that actually did all these evils now and want those things in place. Yes. They're the people they're the people that are advertising this idea. This is their yes. political philosophy. This is and by the way, this is what this is the only way they can win. Right. It's not it's not a strategy. It's the only strategy they have. Their ideas are so repulsive and so repugnant that unless they continually tell these same lies again and again and again and again and again. Look, there is no reason whatsoever for why why black people in Chicago should keep voting Democrat, which they've done for over 100 years now, except for the fact that they've been told so many times that Republicans would be even worse that they Mm -hmm. believe this. And yes. so and so that's what you have to do. And and when you have to lie in order to sell what you're selling, that tells me that 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 the that the, the, the great forces of, of power in the universe are not on your side. Yeah. Indeed they're not. And uh, you know, and that's a that's a big part of the strategy too, Bill, is is the gaslighting. Uh, they're they're trying to make people so tired of this and just so sick of it. Uh, where it's almost difficult to not start to experience resentment. And then they can say, aha, see, mm-hmm. I knew you hate. That's the objective is, is to force people into this. And now even for, for, for yourself, you know, you're saying, look, man, I've never owned slave. That's just not so high rule. But see, the, the problem is, is that you're benefiting from the legacy of it. Yeah, but um, I'm not. Yeah, but you're, and I don't know who is, except for, I mean, if they want to use that argument about who benefits from the, then, then that should mean that the African continent should have like the nations of the most wealthy people in the world who have benefited from the legacy of slavery. Um, people of color, you know, um, you mentioned pe- people of color. I think, uh, uh, I remember a joke that I heard a while ago, man. Uh, when people talk about people of color, it's like, why do you guys call us people of color? Uh, when I, when I see white people, when they get mad, they turn red. When they blush, they turn pink. When they're cold, they turn blue. <laughs> it's yep. like they turn all these different colors, but you want to call us. If I'm black, if I'm cold, I'm brown. If I'm, if I blush, I'm brown. If I'm mad, I'm brown. No matter what, I'm going to still be brown. How are you calling us people of color? But the funny thing is, it, and you, and you picked up on this too, Bill is that everybody else is a person of color, um, not white people. And more importantly, I noticed this a while ago also, is that everybody else is ethnic, but mm. not white people. No, no, we, no, no, no. Right? We're the people who think that mayonnaise is too spicy and, 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 <laughs> and should probably be, not, shouldn't risk it. But see, here's the, here's the spiritual implication of this. And this, this is how, this is how these same people become the biggest investors in white supremacy. Like I said, it's bad enough that you have these white people out there say, okay, we'll go ahead and give up our white supremacy for you, which in itself is an admission of if this. If you say white supre- please. If you say please. Then right? maybe we might let you have a little bit of this supremacy that we're so good at holding on to. Yeah, what does that yes. say? Yeah, supremacy equity. What? What? <laughs> is it? That's we're right. Awesome. Yeah, right. That's right. But we're completely he- equal to you, and therefore we're begging you to please give us some of our equality. Yes. It doesn't actually work that way if you think no. about it. No, it's it's rather insulting, you know. And, and the thing is, but see, here's here's the biggest investment in in uh in in white supremacy is that we've been duped into using this term ethnic, right? And like I said, only only white people aren't ethnic. Everybody else is. The term ethnic or ethnos refers to a nation whose God is not the God of Israel. Basically, ethnic means pagan. I, a l- pagan I learned nation. so much from you. 
right? That's what ethnos means. So we've been, we've been conditioned when we go and we fill out our firms and stuff like that. And you have to determine your ethnicity. We're not in there actually marking down uh, black or white. What we're doing is that we are confirming our state of godlessness is wow. what we do every time we fill that out. It's but funny who, because, because they, they ask you to, for, they ask you to, in California, we have to get, we have to check two boxes. You have to check your race and mm-hmm. then your ethnicity and your ethnicity is, are you Hispanic? Yes or no? It's like, well, no, uh, I guess I have no ethnicity because that's how they define it here. I don't know if it's yes. it, federal level, but here in California, you have to list your race and then you have to, are you, what's your ethnicity? Hispanic, non-Hispanic. Well, I, yeah. I guess I have no ethnicity. And you, and you have to decide, right? They put it to where you have to decide, which, like I said, is a confirmation of you saying, yes, I am a nation of godlessness. That's mm-hmm. what that means. But who doesn't have to do that? Well, white people aren't ethnic, right? That's right. Which, yeah. which, which is them saying that it's white people who have God and the rest of you don't. Well, that's what that gets down to. And this is the, the, this whole thing is 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 the strategy and has been since the 1920s. This is all this is all what the Frankfurt School talks about. This mm. is how they decided to do it when they when they uh, when World War One was over. These Marxists got together in Frankfurt and started a, a group called the Institute for Marxism. And they looked around and said, why aren't we seeing communist revolutions everywhere in the world? Well, it turns out that these capitalists are making are making things so affordable that workers are no longer you know, being chewed up by machinery and and dying in coal mines in large numbers, right? So now the workers are actually relatively happy because they get a a piece of the prosperity. And so they're not going to have their revolution. So since we have to have a revolution, otherwise we are not in charge, what are we going to do? And they decided instead of it being the workers, it's going to be the dispossessed and they're going to make it a they're going to make it a cultural revolution, not an economic revolution. They laid all this out. It's very, very clear. And 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 political correctness is the shield that they use that does not allow you to defend against these attacks. And because if you say something that that's not approved, then you're a racist and therefore you're a horrible person. And by the way, this is one of the first things I ever said in public speaking. By the way, if somebody calls you a racist and makes you shut up because you don't want to be called a racist, then you're not a racist. Racists are proud of being racist. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. They're proud of it. And and so that whole that whole argument. But the two things I want to add here, one of them, I want to go to this uh, this thing about, well, I don't hold any slaves. Yeah, well, you benefited from the system. Let me tell you who let me tell you who benefited from the system of slavery in this country. There were beneficiaries of slavery in this country, and they were, in fact, white people. The people who benefited from slavery in America economically, were the very small number of Southern aristocrats who owned large plantations. Uh, Most, virtually all of the soldiers in the Confederacy didn't own any slaves. Uh, That's why some of them would say, uh, you know, rich man's war, poor man's fight. But, But the people who benefited from slavery were utterly destroyed in the Civil War. They just, they're just gone. They were just simply wiped out. And Booker T. Washington talks about how the moral poverty of the slave owners, how once slavery went away, these aristocratic children, you know, I mean, grown men who were going to inherit this enormous plantation, they couldn't do anything, didn't know how to work, lazy, you know, sat around. There were, there were Booker T. Washington uh, lists a number of cases where actual slaves had to help out their former masters. The slaves had virtually nothing, but the masters were starving to death because he couldn't do anything. So, the people that benefited from from slavery paid the price for it because they're they're basically gone. 
Um, and the other thing that interests me about all this is, is that is this idea that blackness or whiteness or Mexicanness or Asianism <laughs> or whatever is some some kind of binary thing, you know? Right. You either are or you aren't. One of the most um, repulsive aspects of, uh, of Jim Crow laws and, and eugenics and all the rest, the, 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 the Nazis had a real problem with this in, in, uh, in Germany. We're going to kill all the Jews. Okay. How do we decide what's a Jew? Well, if a guy's got two Jewish parents and he's a Jew. That's pretty easy. What if he's got one Jewish parent and one Christian present? Then, then he goes into a certain category. And then and then there was another category for people who had one quarter Jewish. You know, they had one one of their four grandparents was Jewish. And they had to figure out, well, where are we gonna where are we gonna draw the line? I mean, who are we gonna kill and who are we not gonna kill? I mean, it's a little dicey, you know what I mean? They had a real problem with it. And and so when you see people, when you see people talking about whiteness, right? It's kind of like how much uh, how much people of color ancestry do I need to have without you know so that I'm not white anymore? It's the mirror image, the exact image of of what all of the all of the segregation in America was, you know, and this business of like black people passing, right? People who had very light skin who were, who were uh, considered to be blacks had very, very light skin and they tried to pass as white people. And it's just the, the fact that you would have to do that is just so shameful. But this isn't a binary thing, you know? I guess what I'm trying to say, the simple form of what I'm trying to say is how dark can I, how, how dark do I have to be before I don't have to be a, a white person anymore, you know? And, and since I'm sure when you really get down to it, no two skin colors are exactly the same, where are you drawing that line? Um, it's all just hatefulness, though, and it's and it's envy, and it's and it's um, and it's lust for power, and it's and it's wanting things that you don't want to work for, and it's give me this, you know, and 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 it's lying, and it's not just lying; it's also bearing false witness. It's slander, yes. and it doesn't matter which way it's going, right? It doesn't matter. It it it's just plain slander. The, these people actually think that the cure for for uh, racism in the past is not to eliminate racism. The cure for racism in the past is now to reverse racism and then and then uh, exercise racism just in a different direction. Like that's going to make everything better. And again, the people who are claiming to be the victims were never were, were not the victims. The people they're claiming to be the the uh, the, the masters weren't the masters. Their great 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 grandparents might have been, but it doesn't matter if their father did. As long as they didn't do it, they got they got nothing to, um, you know, to to be guilty about in this particular case. Indeed, man. And, and the sad part of it is, is that, you know, now, of course, and this is this isn't the first church that has gone down this woke road. Um, but the thing is, this whole thing is carried out with religious fervor. It's it's a religion. Well, now we're right? on to the now we're on to the main point and that is how is it possible that a church that calls itself a Christian church allows this kind of 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 hatred and evil in its doors? I mean, mm. how how solid is their is their uh, religious how, how solid is their personal belief that they would that they would uh, let the megaphone of of social media trump what what is in the book that they're supposed to be reading and living by. 
Indeed, well, the, the the word tells us of false teachers and preachers. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's just what's going to come. You're going to have false teachers, false prophets. Those things are going to come down the pass. You have to have the filter, and you have to be dialed into what the Lord. You know, and you have to square the whole thing by biblical context. You can't just cherry pick verses that make you feel good about yourself and make you feel like a righteous person. You can't do that. And that's what these people are doing. And in doing this, it flies in the face of the word of God that says, "Do not repay evil." with evil. It's just like you said, we're going to solve racism by reversing racism. Well, that would be repaying evil with evil. (laughs) The word of God tells us not to do that. And evil is evil. And by the way, can I just add one thing here? Mm. For for those people who claim to have been victims of slavery and racism, to reverse racism, to want to benefit from it, you no longer have the moral standing to say that you're opposed to to, uh, racism or slavery. You're completely in favor of racism and slavery. You just want it to go the other way. So when you try to make the people that held slaves in America as super, super evil, you are made out of the exact same cloth. You're doing the exact same thing and you're doing it for the same reason. You're doing it. You're, you're dehumanizing an entire group of people for your personal economic gain. And that's yes, all. And, exactly. and, and you should be ashamed of yourself because I'm ashamed of you. Indeed. You know, and these people are, are shameless. And that's why I say, you know, when people say this new Democrat party, it's like, no, this is not new. No, this is not. No, this is what they do. This is all this they is know they how do. to do. That's who they are. Always looking to benefit off of the labor of somebody else, whether that's it's slavery, right. socialism, communism. So even in the Confederacy, when the Democrats drew up their own constitution, their con- constitution of Confederate states, they put it in there. Clear language. For the provision of to be able to enslave the Negro, because our Constitution doesn't have it. That's why they put it in there. It doesn't. The the, the Confederacy was the Democratic Party leaving the Union. That's what the Confederacy was. That's not an exaggeration. When a Republican was elected, the Republican Party was created specifically to to abolish slavery. That's what the Republican Party was 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 uh, was formed for. And when a Republican president was was elected, the Democratic Party of the United States just left. They Mm -hmm. left. (laughs) <laughs> Some of them stayed, but most of them left. And they just went, you know, and got together, got themselves another little house to, to talk about. And then they put in the things that weren't in the U.S. Constitution that allowed them to maintain their power over other people and use them as property. And this is how they continue to to to, to be, I almost said win elections, but I'm not convinced at all that they actually win elections. But this is, but this is what they do now in order to have any chance at power. If 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 Democrats don't turn out 85% of the black vote, they lose all the time. They lose every single federal election. And so in order to do that, they have to, they not only have to tell black people that uh, that all of these um, uh, faults that, that you do, all of these, all of these mishaps and misfortunes and all the rest of it, not only is it not your fault, but I'll go even further. It's not only not your fault, it's that guy's fault. The reason he's rich is because he took it from you. And mm-hmm. now you've got a very, very powerful motivation going. This is precisely what the Nazis used against the Jews in Germany. And, and, and it's precisely what the, what the, what the, the intellectuals in, in, uh, in Leningrad and so on used against the Kulaks, the farmers. You know, you, oh, you've got an ox, do you? Well, the guy next to you doesn't have an ox. That means, therefore, you must be that means you must have stolen his half an ox. And therefore, <laughs> you are going up against the wall. And all of this is designed to dehumanize the people that you want to take things from. It's really that simple. If you if you see something you like, you can either work for it and, and achieve it or you can figure out a way to take it from somebody else. And the, and 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 no one's going to allow you to take things from people because that's stealing. But taking mm. things from non-people, that's not a problem. Mm. Taking things from <laughs> punching a Nazi is not a problem. 
right? So as long as you get to define what a Nazi is or who a Nazi is, you can punch all the people you want to. And this is how it works. Yes, yes. And to this very day, like I said, the thing that drives me nuts with this, with this virtue signaling that they're doing is when they draw on the word of God to do it when the word of God says, don't take my name in vain. So you got this church out there assuming in the name of God and God's like, I never told y'all to do that. I never said that. Uh, doing this just like, you know, uh, back in the day when Democrats were justifying slavery, even the, uh, the Confederate battle flag, which was put in the white field, the stainless banner designed by, uh, I think his name was William Thomas, who said, this represents the heaven-ordained supremacy of, of the white man over the Negro. Yeah, that white Confederate flag that you don't get to see too much of, but yes, yes. Right? Well, and, I mean, the Democrats are, you know, known for changing a lot, you know. Yeah, doing a I've lot of change. So, so they change their flags a lot, too. You know, stainless banner, bloodstained banner, you know, so they do those things a lot. And that's why I say, folks, don't give the Democrats a pass on this, all right? The whole white supremacy thing is a real thing, Democrat Party. Make them own it. Make them own it. But this thing right here, this this exercise of Lent, this this in this religious exercise, it's not a godly exercise. It's not a holy exercise at all. It's just a religious self-righteous exercise in what they're doing in this assumption that they're going to give up whiteness. I guess they're not going to sing white hymns. They're going to include, you know, Negro spiritually. You can't say Negro, even though. And can I say this for the audience? Negro is a totally acceptable word. It just means black. That's it's right. not the other N word. No, okay? it's not. According to the National Association for the Advancement you. of Color People. Yes, exactly. The United yeah. Negro College, College Fund. Fund. Yeah. yeah. They're still using the word. Um, and like I said, biblically, that's what I am. I'm, 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 I'm a descendant of the nation of Cush. The word Cush means black. Synonymous in Greek, Ethiopia. All right. That is what I'm a descendant of. It means black or particularly burned black. So biblically, that's what I am black. And in Spanish or in a romantic language, it's going to be Negro. It's okay. <laughs> right. So now all the, I, I, I say these things because you have these people who are saying that according to this religious exercise, you're going to give up being this whiteness. You can't sing, uh, uh, white hymnals. They have to be Negro spirituals. I'm like, why can't you sing them all? But see, here's the thing about it, of, of where they're really bastardizing this. This this idea of Lent, I guess, supposed to be in a celebration of the 40-day fast of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you're going to fast in the model of Jesus, I don't think anybody's going to make it. Uh, anybody, Nobody's going to go 40 days and 40 nights, uh, 40 days without food and water. Okay, this was this was something that Jesus did to confirm and bring full circle something that Moses did, because when Moses was fasting 40 days without food or water, he was with the Lord, giving him an instruction. That's why Jesus is there making that fulfillment. They say, yeah, dude, Moses. Yeah, he was talking to me and Moses is talk was talking about me. Number one. Number two, it's a declaration of Jesus saying, look. Satan, why are you trying to tempt me? Uh, let me let me remind you of something. Dude, I'm God. All right. It is written. You shall not test the Lord your God. Ain't nobody else here except for me who you're trying to tempt. All right. These are the things that these people are overlooking while they're trying to make some sort of religious exercise out of Lent. And the thing is, if you're going to make a sacrifice, you don't get to pick what that is. God has a statute on what he finds acceptable as a sacrifice, which, by the way, he says, I actually require obedience is what I really like. It's not sacrifice. 
And if you are going to sacrifice something, you don't get to pick what that is. I've, I've got a menu, bro, of what I accept as sacrifices. Because when people get carried away with their sacrifices, that's when people start sacrificing their own children, thinking that they yeah. can appease their gods. All right, so you don't want to do that. And also, with this Lent, it's supposed to be taken as a season or a period of grieving. Well, that flies in the face of God, which says, hey, when you go fast, I don't want you out in the streets with a sad face and disfiguring yourselves to make you look all sad. And you're suffering from 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 and, and grieving from your fast. I didn't tell you to do that. I told you to go out there like you have the high pro glow. But they're hmm. take but the tradition, all these things of, of these things that people make up. It leads to this self-righteous spellbinding that other people have to abide by, um, you know, and. This right here is a prime example that they have dragged, you know, the Lord's name into this race baiting racist narrative. And the Lord is like, I never told you to reverse racism on people. I, I've told you that, hey, uh, remember one time that you were slaves in Egypt. And if that's the case, and, and, and he speaks very clearly to this, I don't want you turning around and doing that to somebody else. <laughs> right. Remember, you were once slaves in Egypt. And, and what just, are they doing? I'll just close by saying this. There is not a human being on this earth, not one, not a single human being on this earth that doesn't have ancestors that were slaves. There's not one person alive mm. that at some point in their history didn't have ancestors that were slaved, enslaved by one person or another. When the Roman Empire expanded into Gaul, they would take all the all the all the you know the warriors and they'd sell them into slavery. And then these other guys would sell these people. Every everybody is descended from slaves. Everybody is. Mm -hmm. And and the whole point of this is it's probably time to stop this nonsense now. So why don't we just worry about that instead of worrying about, you know, and this is the same thing with the Indians, you know, whether you took the land from the Indians. Well, that's actually true. But there's not a there's not a there's not a patch of earth that hasn't been taken from somebody else. Mm -hmm. No, none. Yes. None. What happened to the Ligur? Oh, I've forgotten their names now, but certainly the Gauls or, you know, the Gan and, and the Boyoi and all of these other tribes in north of Italy that were just absorbed by the Romans. Everybody Everybody is is descended from the same human family with the same virtues and the same vices, and and any attempt to uh, to kind of put yourself outside of that is is a lie, and it's a and and it's not even it's not just a lie; it's a damn lie. Thank you, thank you so much for for that brilliant uh, 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 dose of common sense, man. Because this stuff it really it really needs to stop, y'all. Don't let them gaslight you in it. And that's and what they're trying on to that do. church, by the way. I don't know whether, yes. they, whether they should be more ashamed of the people who are pushing this idea or the people who are accepting this idea. Oh, it's all, oh, yeah, there's nothing lame to go around yeah. <laughs> as far as that goes. And, uh, that's why we do, you know, this, y'all. We're trying to set the record straight on what actual virtue is and not, you know, have, uh, virtues, you know, uh, be, have a, have, be, be ruled by their virtues either in the culture or by policy, y'all. And, uh, if you, uh, if you agree with that, and uh, you think that this is a, a, a worthy uh, conversation. These are worthy conversations to have to help promote truth and sanity in the culture against this so-called uh, woke vir uh, virtue signal that they're doing. We hope that you support at BillWhittle.com. Share these videos. Work that share button until it smokes. Hmm. All right. And uh, for Bill Whittle, uh, this is Alfonso Rachel saying goodnight from the virtue signal. We'll talk again soon. <laughs>